0: Everyone. Hello, everyone. We are, we are coming out of the bunker during the ceasefire. <laughs> it is that time of year, Jeremy.
1: What time of year, yeah, it's John? It's my
0: favorite time of year. You got all the white stuff falling. Uh-huh. Um, you're trying to avoid your family. Yeah. It's That's right. It, the the, Starbucks, the first time I have sex. The first time you're going to have sex, the Starbucks cups make you angry. Ooh. That's right. It's the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. And if we have timed this correctly, which... It's a big if. Um, this should be coming out on December 25th.
1: Yeah, so Merry Christmas to you guys that celebrate it and happy. No, no.
0: Merry war on Christmas. Oh,
1: Merry war yes, on Christmas. I
0: celebrate the left's crusade against Christmas. <laughs> I don't celebrate Christmas itself. Okay, okay. Um, okay. And this is so. <laughs> oh, wow. We, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. It feels like, and we'll, we'll explain in a second. I just feel like you and I went on a journey.
1: We really did, I that, think we got closer,
0: yeah, and i we'll address it real quick. it's just me and Jeremy tonight, yeah um, we don't have a third with us because the thing we just did was a pretty big asking price for time they didn't
1: want to spend that much time with us yeah
0: and and we had a limited amount of days. Jeremy's been a busy busy boy
1: so busy still busy still
0: busy it's go keep going after this um <laughs> so we just did the two of us um to close out the year, so this is our war on Christmas special, and we watched just now uh three films
1: i've literally spent the entire day yes watching christmas films with john instead of doing homework
0: yes um we jeremy <laughs> got here a little before noon it's about six o'clock and we just finished our last film
1: and now we're gonna record a whole episode just for you <laughs> we're
0: so here's what we did I, I found three shitty christmas films films that they themselves belligerently attacked christmas yes and do we want you want to tell us what films this were? All today? right.
1: All right. So the first film we watched was titled Four Christmases.
0: Four Christmases. Uh,
1: released in 2008 starring Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. And Reese Witherspoon. Uh you know, after watching the subsequent two <laughs> films um that we'll go on to discuss, this one was rather uneventful. It
0: was it, it was bizarrely bad in the sense that it did not evoke any emotional response from me, neither positive nor negative.
1: Well, I had a little negative. I mean, yeah, okay, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it it just wasn't a quality movie. It's a garbage film. Yeah, Vince it's Vaughn it's, is just he just gets hurt.
0: He just gets hurt, and that's like the only times that like maybe got a chortle out of me or a chuckle or anything. Um, it, it wow. Should we go through a, a quick synopsis of the film? Yeah, a yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, you got it. You got it. Okay. You got it.
0: So, basically, Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon are they're, – they're a couple. They've been together for three years now. They're not married. Not married. And That's they very like important. they like it that way. Yes, yeah. they like it that way.
1: Okay. Wait. Okay. Let's explain the opening scene.
0: Wow. So, I want to get through the, just a brief <laughs> thing for a second. Then we'll open it because this okay. movie – Okay. 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 This movie enters on, like, the most upsetting energy that I've ever seen a film open Correct. with. Correct. Not, an enner- not like a Christmas film. Had The worst energy of any film I've ever seen open up. <laughs> Basically and so basically they're like they every year they make up some bullshit excuse to fly to some like tropical location um and enjoy christmas there. Now this year all the flights have been canceled and for some reason a belligerent um and dangerous maybe even um like architect of chaos style person a
1: predatory uh, journalist A predatory
0: journalist basically catches them on film at the airport. So now all all their families and both their parents are divorced. And all their families now know, right? So then the whole movie is them going to each parent's house, all right? Four all them. four so they have All four. So they have four Christmases. Now, and in the end, uh, Reese Witherspoon has a baby because she realizes, I thought I was happy in this, like, very sexy, very sexual, uh, very hot relationship with you, Vince Vaughn. But I realized, as a woman, I need to be a mother. <laughs> I think that's the message I was supposed to derive from that. <laughs> Um, and literally every Christmas, every house they went to, she like held a child. That was like yeah. a, there was always a new baby <laughs> to show back up. Now the opening of this film. Okay. Wowzers. All right,
1: so imagine you're in a very upscale bar. Yeah. Um, a nerdy looking Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, so a, so just Vince Vaughn. Yeah. So he he approaches a, a young, a a beautiful Reese Witherspoon at the bar.
0: Who has bangs in this film? Yes, and I should say, I think it works. It does. I think it works. It definitely does.
1: Yeah. Um. So she's over here enjoying her her drink, and Vince Vaughn, very very nervous, very uh, shaky. Uh, uh,
0: uh, Miss, can I have some titty? (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs)
1: And he and he's like tripping. He's dropping and fumbling the ball. On every single word. Yeah, yeah. And then Reese Witherspoon's character then berates him.
0: Berates him in, like, a very, like, obtusely sexual way. Like, I think the line she said was, like, I I want the type of man whose hands aren't shaking when he reaches up under my shirt.
1: Which has some pretty not good implications.
0: I mean, I think – I don't think it had to be overtly bad. I just think the way it's come First of all, we've known these people for forty seconds. Right. It's just weird. Yeah. And then, and okay, and then what happens after that? Because then it gets okay. worse. Okay.
1: Okay. And mind you, this is under the impression that the audience doesn't know that they're a couple we yet. We don't. We don't know anything about exactly. So then it she's, looks like an origin story. Right. So <laughs> she starts. She after she berates him, she begins to walk away.
0: Yes. Very confident. And
1: then Vince mm-hmm. Vaughn from like maybe 10 feet From away literally
0: across the club And he's like bitch i'm talking to you yeah and she stops nobody hears them no no people do they stop and they look and like good proud americans they ignore they turn away again and
1: she she turns around like what did you say to me and then vince just just completely changes his character well, no,
0: then he calls her a slut yeah i don't remember what the line was he calls her a slut and so then she's into that so then they go into the bathroom and they fuck. Yeah. In the bathroom. And then they both leave looking very satisfied. Right. And then they go home and you find that the whole thing was sexual role play. Right. And okay, now that that may sound weird to you. Because it is, and it's really fucking bizarre. Yeah. But what's weirder is the two never display that type of sexual energy. Ever again. Ever again. Ever again. It is purely for the purpose to show you they're young, they're not married. And they fuck. And they fuck, and they're happy. <laughs> now, I, I, real quick, because I know um, there was a lot of laughter throughout this whole thing. A lot of times, mostly at the expense of the film. <laughs> of all of the, all three. Mm. And also at, at each other. How many actual genuine laughs that you get out of this film. I
1: wrote it down. I had 8. You had 8. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I I'm not proud of that one. You no you should After be. the movies we watched, I'm not proud you of that one. You shouldn't
0: be. I got 1. Do you I, remember when? Well, yes, I remember exactly cuz there was only one. <laughs> There's a scene where Vince Vaughn goes to his f- dad's house and they're supposed to be rednecks. I don't know what aesthetic they were it's aiming for. It was a very nice property. It was a very nice property uh, like in the like right outside of San Francisco, so in, like in the it, hills of California, in the hills of California, and it's like not they're like more like Jersey Shore types, yeah. it seems like, but they're supposed to be rednecks. And uh, Vince Vaughn didn't pay attention to the ten dollar gift limit, so he gives one of the one of his nephews an Xbox Elite, which Xbox three sixty Elite, Xbox three sixty Elite, which at the time I guess was nice, and <laughs> and the kid's like super happy, and then the next kid opens up of the gift and he gets a flashlight and looks up at his dad and exclaims why don't you love me daddy <laughs> yeah. and that fucking got me because i was like and the kid delivered it perfectly yeah i was like that's fucking funny but,
1: but then it took a weird turn in that very same scene
0: yeah unfortunately then the rest of the movie played out
1: <laughs> because the child was upset and then apparently according to his mother he likes to streak to get out well, his emotions yeah, that's
0: the thing He t- he takes off all his clothes Except for his underwear. He gets
1: down to his underwear and his socks. And then and jumps out a window. But then the underwear comes flying back in, in through the window.
0: The window. So, so, so that we know, don't worry, the the little boy is hanging brain. <laughs> in case you were concerned, he he didn't dedicate himself to this. And then, yeah, that was a joke in the film. Oh. What, what When did you laugh?
1: Definitely then. Definitely the that. streaking thing? No, 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 no. no. What, before that, before that. Why what, don't you love me Yeah, Daddy? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's funny. <laughs> I, you know it's kind of hard cuz we've been watching movies all day it's kind of yeah. hard to remember yeah and also we were drinking
0: sure but but give me a couple give me give me one or two
1: so i think when i <laughs> okay so they go to uh i believe uh, Reese Witherspoon's mother's house uh-huh. um and of course like all the parents are divorced
0: and, and she's not a mom she's a fucking mommy
1: <laughs> and she is uh we the the scene opens up with a, pic, a, a like a little statue of white jesus in their front yeah. lawn and apparently then uh, she she said something about like oh it must be her new boyfriend who happens to be like a pastor yeah or something but it's them and some like other ladies there and they're always like swooning over vince vaughn
0: which is which was the strongest moment of dis but like suspension of disbelief i right. had to exert in the film
1: but then uh uh reese Witherspoon takes a pregnancy test and then a little girl uh cassie her name.
0: Okay, you can remember the little girl's fucking name. I don't know any of these people's names. I call them Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. That's, that's
1: the only one I remember. Yeah.
0: In fact, Reese Witherspoon's father, who comes in to make like the emotional appeal in the last ten minutes of the film and like and like help her find herself, his character's name is Dad. Dad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But Kathy, a little girl, she she comes in and she sees the the pregnant. Well, first of all, Reese Witherspoon's on the toilet. Yeah. I was like, ooh, manners. Um, And then the pregnancy test that she just took, that she just peed on, is on, like, a nightstand next to her. Yeah. And the girl's like, what's this? And Reese is like, oh, it's it thinks it's a marker. Yeah, she's like, it's a magic marker. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's too bad. We're not allowed to have magic markers in the house. I have to go tell mommy.
0: Yeah, which, what a weird fucking, like, <laughs> yeah. you just know, I, 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 I always have a hard time watching films in which the amount of time it takes me to watch the movie is about the amount of time it took to write it, yeah, you yeah, know?
1: yep, yep, and then um, so th- she leads her on a chase and it ends up in a bounce house that's outside, which by the way, is filled with children
0: uh, p- previously un like what would be the phrase like ch- uh, unclaimed phantasmal children, yeah, like a ghost bouncy house came out. <laughs> Like, I, I like when they looked in- outside and saw her in there, I thought one of them was going to be like, My God, that bouncy house died five years ago. Like, Ooh. it was so bizarre. Like, I don't know whose kids they were. Yeah. There was like 10 of them.
1: It was so many. Yeah. And, and they were bullying or not even assaulting yeah. Reese with a spoon. And the point where I laughed. Is where the one kid fucking drop kicks her out of bouncy house. Oh yes, I with both feet. Yeah,
0: that <laughs> didn't get me. I could see where the humor was in that. That shit was funny. I, because kids
1: shouldn't know how to drop kick somebody. Well,
0: no, but that's the joke, Jeremy. <laughs> exactly, that it is was the joke. funny. It was um, funny. Sure, <laughs> sure. I, you know, it, I almost laughed when they go to church. They go to church after this. Yes, and Vince Vaughn plays Joseph, Jesus's stepdad. Impromptu. Impromp oh yeah, that's the other thing. They uh, hey, tell me if I've heard this one. Um, the pastor's like, Oh, we're gonna do an impromptu reenactment of Jesus being born. Can I get people from the audience to act it
1: out? In full costume. In full costume with a script.
0: And then and then Reese Witherspoon has stage fright. She gets out there, she can't remember her lines and the audience fuck it. Also the audience when they announced this was hype. Way fucking, too hype. Way too hype. Way too hype. And it's like, Pastor, it's Christmas. I I just want to go eat at the Cracker Barrel and pretend I'm fine with that and then go home and then play with my new Xbox 360. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, And then Reese Witherspoon comes out and can't remember her lines and the crowd turns on her (laughs) so fucking quick. It was wild. Like the visible disgust in in the extras faces.
1: It was a accurate or a historically accurate depiction of the Christian faith when it comes to you know public opinion.
0: I guess, <laughs> and then Vince Vaughn improvs. Yes. And basically, it's just like Hallelujah, Jesus, and then the crowd loses their mind. Have
1: you ever seen the the skit from Key and Peele where they're playing Malcolm X and MLK? No. Well, it's like a small like one act play thing, and it's supposed to be a conversation with two great leaders. Yeah. And then they they read their lines. And somebody says something, and and the crowd's like, mm, yes, amen, amen. And they look, they're like, oh. And then they just start going off script, trying to get the biggest reaction Uh, out of the crowd. okay, that's what it felt like. This is exactly what happened. Yeah,
0: and so Vince Vaughn, like, fucking crutches it. He basically just says, baby Jesus, I bring you towel. And the crowd's like, fuck yeah. And then he's like, can I get an amen? the crowd's like, yeah, you can get an amen. This is church. And 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 no one's pretending that – it's weird because, like, everyone was, like, fine when Vince Vaughn. Just, like, improv some bullshit. But when Reese Witherspoon uh, looked nervous about doing this, by the way, she's volunteered. The crowd, right, on.
1: right. It was really bad peer pressure.
0: Everyone was just like, "What a slut!" I bet she gets fucked in bathrooms. <gasps> oh. Like it was so fucking weird. <laughs> and then they go to uh, his mom's and Vince Va- Vaughn's mother, and it's revealed that his stepdad used to be his friend. It's like a much younger man. Yeah, they're
1: like the same age.
0: Yeah, and they and there's some great product placement by the game Taboo because they play it. <laughs> And I couldn't tell you what happened in that whole scene. Oh, I can. Uh, did you laugh during that?
1: No. But uh there... I don't know if we need a whole recap, Jeremiah. <laughs> no, it's just the one part where it's uh it's uh, Vince Vaughn's brother and yeah. his pregnant wife. And it's yes. their turn to do taboo, oh, and, and they it, crush it, and they crush it. But then, like it, then it then turns them out. on, and then make out, and then he just starts rubbing her pregnant belly, yeah, so sensually. It, it made me so uncomfortable; I wanted to puke.
0: So I don't, I don't know if this is like how widespread this is, but I know some people who are into pregnant women. That's like their their fetish, uh, uh, which is I'm, which is fine as long as it's healthy.
1: As long as you're not hurting anybody. As as not,
0: I know famously Ken Bone. Um, Ooh. it has a, people dove into his Reddit or whatever. Um, Ken, Ken
1: Bone—that's the—that's the guy that asked a question at a debate, isn't that's it? That's
0: the guy he asked a question in debate is apparently not a good person. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know much about it. I've just—I've just heard from multiple sources. Ken Bone's not a good person. Why do I remember him? <laughs> um, and I learned from him that a, a slang word for pregnant women is submarine.
1: That's so demeaning.
0: Because they have people in them. Yeah. Like a submarine. Oh, no. Well, I I guess that's the line of logic. Under that logic, it could be anything. Oh, (laughs) "Oh, look at that sexy house. (laughs) That car. Look at that car. Fuck. Look at that tunnel that has a person in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at that coffin. Oh. I mean, there's a lot. Look at that. Look at that bathtub with like a lid on it, I guess. There's there's a lot of things that people could be in. Um. So yes, that that was nothing. There's nothing there. Also, it, we're at this point. I mean, Jeremy's having a fucking ball, but like I'm in this vast <laughs> yeah. ocean of nothing. I'm not laughing. I'm not even at this point getting upset. Like there's a joy in watching shitty films right. and being like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. It was just neutral. But it's when
1: shitty films want to be good.
0: Yeah. This is just, just nothing. It was, yeah. it was nothing. It was like a machine learned, like procedurally generated film
1: i wouldn't watch this movie again unless it was for a drinking game
0: yeah i mean it was like in the drinking game is if every 45 <laughs> seconds to a minute you don't laugh or feel any no, human emotion
1: no the drinking game was we we drank every time vince von looked away from the road while he was driving
0: holy shit yeah and he we, so we the mics were hot while we were watching this. right and if it's usable we're gonna do like a super cut or something of our <laughs> some of our reactions um. Yes, Vince Vaughn. Whenever he would drive, would constantly look to the look to Reese Witherspoon to talk to her. At one
1: point, he even made out with her.
0: At one point, he even made out with her while he was driving. And there's a lot of driving because they have to drive between the four houses. Yes. Uh, this man was trying to get me killed. <laughs> I, there was no cla- no lie. One car ride, he looked away from the road, like looked away good and hard. Enough glanced. to crash. Enough to crash like fifteen to sixteen times. I finished a beer. I was like, I can't do this anymore. This sucks. So then he goes to, then they, they have a falling out and they go to her dad's house. And I don't know the actor's name, but it's the dad from national treasure. Um, and she's just like, I don't, I want to be pregnant. And Vince Vaughn doesn't want me to be pregnant. And the dad's like, well, I think kids are cool. And she's like, good point. And then they go talk to Vince Vaughn and Vince Vaughn's like, I think I want to have a kid. And the movie fucking ends. It is they fucking hit that 90 minute mark so hard and fast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I caught on pretty early on as soon as she held the first baby and she looked up at Vince and was like, oh, she's <gasps> like, oh, she's going to want to have a baby by the end of this movie. They like
0: hit it with this, like, fucking, she's going to turn out to be baby crazy thing so fucking hard and fast. That it made it weird that they felt the need to constantly bring it up to you. Right.
1: Also, in the scene, uh, when she takes the pregnancy test, she's going through like a baby supply bag, and she tries yeah. out the breast pump over her sweater. Uh huh. And, and
0: it, it sucks onto her tit like like a weeb would want to. <laughs> it was like it was so powerful. Yeah. And, also, and I don't I, any women in the audience, which statistically I've read is most of the audience. Please don't leave. Let us know. Please don't leave. And if you've ever had – if you have a baby bag, if you have a child, is it normal to keep pregnancy tests? Like more pregnancy like tests. Like more pregnancy tests in the bag with like the breast pump and the bottles and like the, the swaddle blankets. Like
1: you already have the baby. It's
0: all the baby supplies. And
1: then you just keep some in the bag just in case you got another one on the way. I
0: don't – It just that just felt weird to me. That was yeah. just so out of place. That felt like – they had the funny idea for the breast pump, and we're like, "How do we connect it?" Right. Basically. Um. So that's that's three, four Christmases or whatever the <laughs> hell it was. It, it, it was just like, it wasn't the worst film we watched.
1: Oh, definitely not. Definitely but not. But it
0: might have elicited the least out of me. Mm-hmm. It was like gliding. I was like in a dream. I was like, I didn't even feel anything. I was like, when I wo- when it ended, it was like I woke up from a nap I didn't realize I had. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Real quick, here's a, a a short supercut of some of our live reactions from the film. <laughs> the most heteronormative thing about this movie is Vince Vaughn's sideburns. <laughs> you hey, see I have that? sideburns. No, but his are square.
0: I told you he looks like Ross Geller and <laughs> Kevin James. Had a car crash and they splatted into each other and they merged. <laughs> I I should I should denote I'm not laughing at the film. <laughs> I, I'm laughing at how shitty th- and gross that dialogue was.
1: John, if Lucy had a different name, yeah, would you be upset with her? Uh, no. Okay, I, I, okay. What name would it have to be for you to be upset with her?
0: I don't know, like.
1: What if it was like David?
0: Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> Oh no. What is that? I don't even know what that means. What does that? Refer- what does that no, mean?
1: no. It's just like, what if it's just like something that is just so left field? It's just like what.
0: I mean, it'd be weird that she didn't tell me, but I wouldn't be like upset.
1: <laughs> or what if it was a really cool name?
0: Well, like, then I'd be upset. Yeah, I mean, could have been. You're telling me you could have gone around here as like Shimmerblade and you <laughs> you landed on Lucy. I mean, Lucy's a great name, but Shimmerblade? Shimmerblade, Shimmer, Blade? Shimmer Blade, um, <laughs> Boom Sword demon's bane like just weapon names yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think more people and dogs should be named after weapons wow okay okay that was actually kind of funny that was actually kind of funny (laughs) (laughs) That kid shouting, "When will you love me, Daddy?" is actually pretty good.
1: <laughs> she said the word.
0: Was that a real laughter, Jeremy?
1: Oh my god!
0: Oh Jesus! I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> you no, know, I'm with you. It, it became this weird Tarantino-directed fight scene. All of a sudden, it became very violent. Oh, Yo, wow.
1: she's got drop-kicked out of the bounce.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think, Jeremy likes this film.
1: No, I, I, no. The, some of these things are just ridiculous. Like, that kid grew up on the streets for sure. I don't know what he's doing in the suburbs. So on to the next film. On
0: to the next one. This next film, fucking,
1: rocked. This one was
0: legitimately funny. Fucking awesome. The, and the more I, and maybe it was because of our third film, I, I, that made me look back on it. But like I. Fucking loved this movie. Okay,
1: so this one was uh "Jingle, Jingle All the, All the Way. Way," starring Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. and Sinbad.
0: And Sinbad. <laughs> and it, it came out nineteen ninety six. Oh, and also uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son is Anakin Skywalker from Phantom Menace. Yeah, from the prequel trilogy. It is child Anakin. Yes. Fuck, this movie was good. All
1: right, so it, it opens up, and it's. It's like there's like this scene. It's clearly a children's television show.
0: And it's like a super – it's like a mashup between like 90s live action superheroes and Power Rangers. So it was
1: was like Power Rangers, but if Power Rangers were Flash Gordon. Yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But also maybe Captain America. Right. Kind of stuff. It was weird. Um, the
1: superhero's name was Turbo Man. Turbo Man. And uh, Anakin Skywalker, which uh, I think yeah. we're just going to refer to him as Anakin. Yeah,
0: Anakin is like practically fucking spanking it <laughs> in the living room. I mean, he's fucking hyped for this shit. Yeah. And then, it and then you know, it shows, you see the bomb, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is clearly a big businessman who has no time for anything but business. Of course right of course um and you kind of get some stuff about like oh he's like not a very good dad he missed the karate thing blah blah blah. and then he's told like oh you know did you his wife reminds him like oh did you buy the turbo man action figure i asked you to buy like three weeks ago for the kid um and it does this shot i want to i want to stop the synopsis to talk about this shot where it's like (laughs) it's and they do it twice in the film where it's like the camera's far away and Arnold Schwarzenegger turns, eyes wide, mouth agape, and stares at the camera. And, and then it zooms, r- it in. rushes him. <laughs> and that shit's pretty good. So then the rest of the movie is literally just him trying to get one of these Turbo Man action figures the the day before Christmas. Right. Um, That's a whole movie. It's a whole fucking movie, and it sounds not good. And I'll be honest with you: the first time I, when I first watched it, I was like, I don't know if this, I don't think it's a bad movie. It doesn't have a good rating. It, it does not get good <laughs> reviews. Y'all, it's fucking—and and I think there's a lot of stuff going on for it, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, like, basically, he gets to the end. He ends up getting into the parade as Turbo Man. And now Simbad is, like, a postal worker who is also trying to get a Turbo Man action figure. For
1: his son. For his
0: son. And he is, like, this reoccurring character at the end of it, probably on the FBI's most wanted list. He. We
1: need to talk about that. We need to talk about
0: that. In a, in a, it needs its own moment to yeah. breathe, but he definitely will be arrested as a domestic terrorist. <laughs> uh, it's a
1: miracle he wasn't shot on sight. It's
0: a miracle that the cops didn't just fucking kill him when they found him. <laughs> and so he returns, and he Arnold Schwarzenegger is dressed up as Turbo Man. Uh, he's in the parade. now.
1: I, I would argue to say he wasn't dressed up as Turbo Man. He was Turbo he, Man. He became. He
0: becomes Turbo Man. <laughs> And it's all Schwarzenegger in the '90s, so he was gonna fight some shit, right? And he did already beat the f- living shit out of like a warehouse full of Santas
1: who were like peddling black market presents. Yes,
0: who were who were creating contraband. <laughs> um, but then Sinbad dresses up as a villain, and they which make,
1: he really didn't have he, to.
0: Super, <laughs> super does not have to do. He just dresses up as Yo, the villain. How did he know? Not only really did not only that, as a part of the parade, the villain was supposed to it's supposed to be the production, he's supposed to zip line down and fight him. Sinbad takes down and gags and undresses the man who was supposed to be in the costume as the villain. As the who's supposed to be dressed in the the villain costume to play out this song and dance with the at this parade. And then he he Sinbad, <laughs> which anyone who knows even just a, like a like a little flake of Sinbad knows how fucking funny this visual imagery is. In this, like, green goblin, like, Power Rangers like villain. Like, Mojo
1: Jojo with his brain showing through yeah. a glass dome.
2: Yeah.
0: Zip lines down, lands on the parade float, and then he starts talking, and he's Simbad, So he has, like, Sinbad's voice and shit. Yeah. It's like, very distinct.
1: And they're fighting over a limited edition version of, of the, the Turbo, Turbo Man, Man action yes, that's figure. What he wants. Yeah.
0: And so Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, well, I'm going to fight him. I'm gonna kill Si I'm gonna murder Sinbad in front of my son to gain his trust again. And he has a jetpack, but not just like a jetpack. Like like the Iron Triangle couldn't come up with this thing right. today this, if they wanted
1: to. This man was basically wearing a Spartan four piece of armor it, it, from the Halo universe. He's literally Iron Man. Yeah.
0: He is he literally becomes Iron Man and he flies around the city it's somewhere in minnesota it's wherever the mall of america is <laughs> because they very purposely made sure we saw right. he go to the mall of america flies around the city plummets like 100 feet and then saves himself and then he drives like headfirst i don't know it's a wild
1: ride <laughs> yeah yes yeah, it's, it's a ride it
0: becomes a weird superhero film and then simbad like the kid anakin like has the action figure and he's run he's like i'm going to get away from here Um, and he, Sinbad pursues him and almost gets him killed.
1: Yeah. They're hanging from a a Christmas decoration. Like four stories up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger does swoop by and save him with the, with the jetpack. Yeah.
1: Not, not before throwing a boomerang at, at, at at, Sinbad.
0: Yes. a, a, A boomerang that comes as a part of the costume. Yeah.
1: And it goes past Sinbad. And somebody's like, ha-ha, you missed me. But it's a boomerang. But it's a boomerang. And
0: they wanted us to be surprised by that, I think. <laughs> but not only does the movie open with him using this thing in the show.
1: It literally reenacts yes. the entire opening scene.
0: As a human with currency that has purchasing power to access a film, I know how a boomerang works. <laughs> so I didn't even need Chekhov's boomerang right? at the beginning of the – also – Okay, okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm jumping all over the place because I, I I genuinely <laughs> – So really, was the movie. So was the movie. I genuinely really loved this fucking film. Yeah. I don't even remember how many laughs I got out of it. Anyways, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets the okay. toy. Day saved, right? Right. Okay. This movie had so many weird elements to it that only worked because it was the 90s and it is now 2020. Right. It is because it's a 25-year-old film that I like it.
1: Can we talk about Ted?
0: I, okay, we could talk about Ted, and, and we can talk about Chekhov's conversation. <laughs> so Ted is like – he was like the cul-de-sac handyman. All right,
1: so Ted was uh, Arnold's fa- neighbor. Yeah, single father. Mm-hmm.
0: Does all sorts of stuff.
1: He's divorced.
0: He's divorced.
1: Uh, Ted, like he's very – okay, at the beginning of the movie, somewhat un- unassuming. Um, like, like he's he's just, like, the one nice guy that he, he's just, like, overbearingly nice.
0: Right, he, like, puts up everyone's Christmas lights, he fixes everyone's sinks. Right. Um, he's also very, like, emotionally available, that's, like, a big thing he keeps bringing up is, like, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here for you. Um... But he is like very insidiously trying to fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife.
1: Oh boy! And
0: other women were into him.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's definitely been around the neighborhood. Yeah,
0: and that's like a reoccurring theme of Christmas films is they always have to throw sex in.
1: It's so much over
0: innuendos. It's so much, right? Yeah. Um, because like one lady, I think at the at the karate match that Arnold misses. Also, I apologize. I don't know anyone's fucking names. We watched so many <laughs> movies today. Um. Like, she basically was like, Oh, you can come over. Um, I need to, like, you know, my plumbing needs to be fixed. And I got some, like, cookies that you could eat. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, and he's like, Oh, oh, gee, thanks, Marge. Like, it, it, it's, like, <laughs> so weirdly, like, it's not sexual. Except, okay. Except for Vince Vaughn fucking Reese, Reese Witherspoon in that fucking bathroom stall. And she, like, they, like, come out of the stall, and everyone's like, Oh, my God, did they fuck in there? And she's, like, biting her lip and shit. I mean, mm-hmm. that one was, like, pretty. It's it's over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every all these these last two films had to make sure you knew these are grown adults. These were family films. These are these are family films, but they're also with grown sexy grown adults who have recreational sex, not for the means of procreation.
1: <laughs> I want y'all
0: to know that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I derailed you. What do you want to say no, about Ted? No,
1: it's just Ted. Throughout the movie, he gets so so much worse. When it comes to trying to fuck Arnold's wife, uh, it gets bad. Oh my god! It's
0: like the scene where he like takes off her apron.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, cause he's like, like, okay, so Arnold is either late or he's just not coming home or something, and he's trying well, to, well, cause he's out trying to get Turbo. Man. Yeah, he's trying to get Turbo Man, and he calls the the house phone trying to reach his wife, saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna be late or whatever for dinner," and his wife is cooking dinner, um, trying to take care of the kid, and yeah. and Ted's kid's also there playing with yeah. with Anakin. And, uh, he's before Arnold calls. Tad's like, "Hey, you know, you 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 seem so stressed. Like, blah blah blah. How about you go upstairs? I'll handle the cooking. You go relax. You take a shower. Blah blah blah, blah blah." And she's like, "No, no, no, you good?" And she's like, "No. Listen, you're gonna go yeah. upstairs, Which, and you're gonna take a okay, shower
0: with without context. Is him being like a surprisingly modern like." helpful human being. Right. Right. Where he's like, no, you're stressing yourself out. You're taking on too much responsibilities. I'm not going to let you do this to yourself, especially when your husband's not going to put in equal effort. Right. But then he, he starts taking off her apron and like reaches around her to take off from the back.
1: And his eyes rolled to the back of his head. Yeah,
0: not quite to the back, but he kind of does like the oh yeah face. Oh,
1: uh, like he came in his pants.
0: Yeah, like he's sporting a partial. He nutted so yeah, hard. Yeah, and like like the tunnel snakes coming out to eat. You Ugh. know what I'm saying? And Ugh. in that moment, it completely flipped and was like, oh no, yeah, this dude's like a sexual predator.
1: And then, uh, and then Arnold calls. And then Arnold, And he, yeah. Ted picks up.
0: Can I do Arnold Schwarzenegger Yes. Yeah, you can. I, better I, than I can. I, well, I can't do okay, it for, for the, the shit. I want to I touch on this real quick because I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> he – okay. Everyone's impersonation of him is not what he sounds like. Right. We akin to – while we were watching it to Bill Clinton mm-hmm. where he – it's it's an impersonation of the impersonation of him. It's
1: two degrees um, removed.
0: It's like the the Will Smith, like, welcome to earth thing. Yeah. He doesn't say that. <laughs> Wherever that quote is, he says, Welcome to Earth. He enunciates it. It's like, um it, it, my impersonation is just like this overblown version of him. It's the idea <laughs> of him, right? Yeah. But he basically calls, like, Oh, my life. Well, <laughs> that sounded more like Borat. <laughs> it, it sounded like Borat met Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> we have some in the B roll, we have a lot of me yeah, doing him, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll splice it in. But like. <laughs> He calls it. He's like, oh, I'm eating your wife's cookies. Yummy, yummy. Basically.
1: No, no, he, no, 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 no. It was more like, oh, your your wife just made some cookies and they're, oh, oh, these cookies are so amazing. Oh, so I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, you're gonna be late. Oh, mm, mm, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over over these cookies.
0: Sorry, Arnold. I couldn't hear what you were saying. I was too busy eating your wife out for me to for me to hear that. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Now, I want to talk about Sinbad.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: And we're not, I don't want to address all the laughs in this one because I got like a good nine or ten hearty laughs out of this. Yeah, yeah. Genuine laughs. laughs. So Sinbad is a postal worker who is neglecting his job and maybe an alcoholic. We never saw him work. We never saw him work. And he flagrantly destroys mail. <laughs> in a way, he destroys mail in a way that only a postal worker would have access to. Yes. Do. And he is constantly – hurting Arnold yes. in the most hilarious ways. Like when they go to the Mall of America and there's like a lottery mm-hmm. to like get extra things or whatever. Oh
1: no, there's a limited supply of Turbo Man There's dolls a limited left.
0: supply and they're going to do a lottery. Right. And they're trying to compete to get the winning lottery thing. He fucking pepper sprays him. Just
1: tr- like two inches away from his eyeballs. Yeah,
0: and then always says something fucking funny like it's like, ah, tough luck, and then runs away. It was fucking... And then there's the scene where, <laughs> where I mean, same scene... Arnold's gonna get the one up on there's just a child in the store playing with an RC card. Just for, for some reason. For some reason. Arnold takes the, the, the child's toy and he trips Simbad with it. And Simbad I think dies. <laughs> I mean just He
1: he smacks his head pretty hard. On concrete. Yeah.
0: And then Arnold goes over him and he goes, Oh, poor Baby. <laughs> Once again, I think it's me, as a grown adult in a theater in 1996, would maybe not laugh at that. Yeah, but 24 years later, that was some of the funniest shit. Uh, when one-liners were appropriate, well, not just one-liners. Arnold one-liners are yeah. are a league above. Yes. Hey, that's its own fucking thing. It's <laughs> him saying it is funny, right? Um, and so Simba keeps coming back. Right? He never dies. He never does. He keeps becoming a recurring character, and every time they're about to be buds, they get a new opportunity for these dolls. Right. And that escalates to a radio show. Oh,
1: okay. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, okay. they're in a uh, diner.
0: They're in a diner.
1: And I I called that uh, – there was a black man bo- – mind you, I was counting the amount of black people, the actual black supporting characters. Across all three films. Across all three films. I think we topped out at maybe 8 maybe or not even probably probably six only if you count sinbad as like three right um Um, but there was a black man behind the the restaurant bar and i was like oh that's the magical old black man that's gonna give him the information he fucking
0: fit the bill it was an empty diner day before (laughs) christmas he had like an elderly voice like very very
1: nurturing man right
0: very pronounced white hair sorry and uh, yeah and right before it hit the like well i'm gonna give you like this life altering advice that'll help you like Realize it's true me and Christmas. Fucking Sidbats just sitting at the at the thing behind him. Oh hey, Arnold. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn it, Sid. It was, and then so then they hear on the radio there's gonna be a giveaway if you can name all eight reindeer. Right. So then they try to get on the phone and just fucking wreck this old man's diner. Yeah. I mean just fucking destroy half of it. <laughs> and then they run down there, right? Oh
1: wait, but the 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 old man, he's just like you know, the the radio station's right down the street.
0: <laughs> yeah, after they literally rip his cord phone out of the wall, and Arnold throws Simbad on top of a fucking set table. Just <laughs> ruins it. He's like, well, the studio's two blocks down. And so they're there, right? Yeah. And Arnold is, like, trying to tell the dude, I know the answer. And the guy won't hear it out, because it's, like, not on the radio. So he just fucking shatters the glass. Runs in there. The man, in maybe the one of the few moments of lucidity that a character has in this film, calls 911. Yeah,
1: on a red phone. On a
0: red phone, he calls the president. And he's just like, help me, there's a crazy person here. I think he's going to hurt me.
1: Enter Sinbad.
0: Enter Sinbad. Sinbad realizing <laughs> that there's more room to escalate this. Also, Arnold is like a head taller than a dude and is shaking him, just repeating right. the name of Reindeer. <laughs> Sinbad gets a packet and is like... Out it's, of his satchel. His satchel. This is a bomb. <laughs> Everybody back up. And back it made up. me – and the, the gravity that the characters gave that made me think that that was improv because <laughs> everyone in the room goes, what? Like, what? <laughs> Almost like that was like not fit for the film.
1: And and they but, slid in some foreshadowing. They slid in some foreshadowing. Simba was like – Yeah, this is a bomb. Yeah, you know, it's happening a lot nowadays. It happens
0: a lot. And this is four years prior to 9-11. So you could still make bomb and mail joke and people would like it. Right. I don't think you could do that now even. Absolutely not. Right? Like people – because that's a real thing that happens. (laughs) It is scary. Um, But, yeah, he's like, it's a bomb. And And they're like, holy shit. And so then the police show up, right? Right. Because he called them. And then they get mad at the guy for calling the police. They get angry with him. Um and so then they flee right and after it's found that the Simbad's bomb is a music box right and then they go downstairs and then like fucking sixteen cops yep. bust in and they point guns at them and then the the reoccurring cop the tragic cop character who let's man, call him Jerry let's call him Jerry and this is a weird empathetic character because it's not very frequent in the modern audience to find empathy within like a cop figure they're usually shown to be corrupt in film or like maybe exploiting power right but this dude literally just keeps running into arnold who keeps breaking the law in front of the cop legitimately, legitimately breaking legitimately like it. Yeah. driving on the shoulder damaging property stuff like that and just keeps having to give him tickets and shit so he catches arnold right and he takes him in with the rest of the cops simbad is like well is the one trick pony whips out a new package and says to the police <laughs> this is a bomb this is a bomb <laughs> and the police are like
1: Oh shit! Oh
0: shit! Yeah, this is a bomb.
1: And, and he's like, "Put, put the guns down! Put the guns down!" And they all put their and weapons they all put down. the guns
0: down because Simba has just become a terrorist. <laughs> and he puts it down. He's like, "We're gonna leave. We're, you, I'm leaving this bomb here. Right, right. We're gonna and you're gonna let us go, as if, as if the city's not gonna be looking for him after this." <laughs> And they leave, and the cops like, "This is not a bomb. I used All to right. be an EOD."
1: I okay. Before we go, on, I called this shit. Well, yeah, I Jeremy, called you this did. shit.
0: I didn't think it was gonna happen just because you could probably see where this is going. Because my my twenty twenty brain is like, "There's no way they'll joke about this," right? And so then. And the way they framed it was really good.
1: So I was like because uh, the it was a chief, the police chief, uh, yes. Jerry, that walked Jerry, up and he's yes, like, I was in the bomb co- on the bomb squad for four years, but I know a bomb. And he like shakes it and sniffs it, it and whatever. Yeah. And then it cuts to Arnold outside the building. Yeah. And then I was just like, Man, I need to I need to cut of this movie where it's actually a bomb that yeah. goes and off. And then
0: there's the flash of light and the explosion. <laughs> I was fucking stunned. <laughs> I was absolutely fucking stunned <laughs> that that bomb went off. I couldn't fucking believe. And hey, we need to be worried that someone. First of all, someone did send a bomb in the mail. Right. That's right. not addressed. Second, the 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 chief of police, who's been on EOD for like I think he said like ten years or something crazy yeah. like that, shook it and smelled it and was like, "It's fine. It's a new bomb." Also, Sinbad just
1: called it. Yeah. He was just like, "This That's one's not a not bomb." The
0: Jeremy, the worrying part is that someone has created a new type of explosive ordinance that cannot be identified through normal measures, and he's just out there. So anyways, <laughs> it hardcups back to the cop, and he's the only one who's been hurt, and he has, like, the acme, like – like cartoon soot face logic.
1: and hair spiked up and it, all it's that. It's very cartoony. Yeah.
0: And then he just falls over, and I'm like, "Well, that poor fucking cop. He he should right. be dead, but he should be." Now later, in what is another really good scene, is Arnold bumps into him and knocks four cups of fresh coffee onto <laughs> the cup, and it does that rapid zoom in on the cop's face, and he's just screaming <laughs> as hot coffee is on his face, right. and then it zooms back into Arnold who's like, "Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh There, yeah.
1: there are so many good Arnold noises. There's in this a lot film. of good
0: Arnold noises. And then the and then we we'll, we need to move on to our last one, but the last thing is at the end of the film, the wife is like Arnold, you just did so much for our son Anakin, and you know he's like so you know he really means it meant so much and much effort you put into it, and I thought you didn't care, and just seeing you put in all this time and work and you know potential loss into getting him this toy to make him happy, it just makes me think, what did you get me?" And then it does that zoom in. Oh. I fucking lost it, dude. And that's how it ends. We're,
1: we're gonna we're gonna show you that part. But
0: and the reason why it's so funny to me is that that one joke unravels the movie. The entire the whole film. movie is forfeit <laughs> because of course Arnold didn't get anything for his wife. He's right. just discovered the meaning of family in the last hour. Yeah. So like he became Turbo Man. He became Turbo Man and t- walked away with a power armor suit that's gonna scare world powers <laughs> <laughs> like nato's meeting tomorrow right to be like what do we do about him yeah and also you have the super terrorist Simbad, <laughs> who's embedded himself in the postal service <laughs> like sending bombs everywhere yeah like the <laughs> december 26 1996 is gonna be called like the day of scare or something like that. Like the president's gonna have to address the world and be like an unprecedented threat. Who who was the president at that point? Was that Bush? Bush?
1: Oh, wait, wait, 96? Was that Clinton? Clinton.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm be level. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. <laughs> I was just talking the hill and I'm I'm real scared. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger could come and oh Hey Bill, it's me, Monica. <laughs> Monica, go back. But, Bill, you said to come here at 3.30. No, I said I, that was before. That was before this man uh, could, could fly to the Oval Office and pluck me from it. And drop me from the sky, Monica. I'm oh, real scared. Okay, I'll come back at 5. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know that's right. <laughs> Yo, holy shit. Is that, is that Phantom Menace Anakin?
1: I got to see his face again. It, it is! is.
0: Wow. Hey, it. The hell are you doing on my roof?
2: On my roof? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, Jeremy. I'm not sure I'm proud of you for that. I'm not sure I'm proud of you for knowing the dialogue.
1: Hey, uh, hey, Sinbad, it's me, your director. Uh,. <laughs> We just need you to get on on camera. You're gonna act as a postal worker, right? Yeah, I and, can do that. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, we, and we just need you to be angry. Just, yeah, 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 I just, can do that. Just rant about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, yeah. just be angry and just, uh, Yeah, I could be angry. Just be bothersome. Do
0: you don't want me mad about like letters or shit? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of course, of course. Just whatever, you, whatever you think fit, fits yeah. best. Hey,
0: that. hey, do you like that? Do you like how my facial hair is just a literal <laughs> circle around my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> as if to create a bullseye situation. <laughs> you like that?
1: Also your character has father issues
0: <laughs> and problems of women oh my god oh sinbad is choking a random woman who is a woman who is taking it super well right and arnold schwarzenegger is now using the rc car to attack sinbad oh he has killed sinbad <laughs> there is no
1: way that should have worked he has killed his letters
0: Uh. <laughs> All right, that got a genuine laugh <laughs> out of me. Oh fuck, dude, just about Arnold Schwarzenegger just doing oh, his oh poor baby, doing his like shitty fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liners that are that fucking crack me up.
1: <gasps> Is this the magical elderly black person <laughs> of the film?
0: <laughs> it might be. No, Simbad.
1: <laughs> I need an edit of the scene where the box actually blows up. <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, well it wasn't a big one. <laughs>
2: oh <my God. laughs>
0: Holy shit. Oh, no. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. So much just happened. I'm not pro-cop. But we're talking about several cops who didn't actually do anything wrong. <laughs> no, hold on. No, hold on. Is that again? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is is that Is that a good attic? Is that is, is that actually funny?
2: <laughs>
0: okay all right jeremy what's our and then our third now we and this was just like an oasis yeah this was this uh, movie was an oasis christmas
1: with the cranks uh <laughs> released in 2004
0: 2004 five percent on run tomatoes
1: five percent a
0: five on imdb oh geez um 84 percent of google users like it
1: we can't trust google users and we talked
0: about this while we're watching it how this reminds me of, of the quote, I don't know who quoted, who said it, but the quote that <laughs> the best argument against democracy is talking to the average voter for five minutes. <laughs> That's how I feel seeing that almost 90% of people on Google enjoyed this film. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it stars Tim Allen of... Uh, fame. Uh,
1: and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee
0: Curtis, who is isn't who's an actual good actress. Who's hot. Who's actually pretty hot Um, in this movie. Didn't want you to forget that. <laughs> And it really, acts very well in this film. Yeah, puts up a genuine, good performance. Like
1: if you were to splice her acting into a different film, and you
0: change the move, like the music, right, and some of the pacing, it would be amazing. It'd, it'd be good. It would have been genuine and good. Um, her co-star Tim Allen, though, was unfortunately a plague upon your house. Insufferable. I feel like we let in a bad spirit <laughs> by playing the movie, like the Snowman. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to give the plot?
1: All right. So. Uh, this movie stars the Cranks, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, their daughter, uh, Blair, uh, is leaving, and she will not be spending Christmas with their family for the first time in twenty three years. Yes,
0: in her whole life, she's going into Peace Corps. Yeah,
1: she's going to Peace Corps, so she's going. Unless, hey,
0: and can we be brief on this one? Because this, I don't like talking about this movie. (laughs) So, can we just really go fast on this? Okay, okay,
1: all right. So Blair's leaving. Uh, they are are Tim Allen's like, hey, why don't we go on a cruise instead of celebrating Christmas here? Uh, little did he know that the entire neighborhood was the fucking mafia. The
0: whole fucking town is so invested, and it's a big fucking town. Yeah, we saw we see the skyline a couple times. It's a it's like Atlanta.
1: Yeah, but it's suburbs. It's nothing like but su- suburbs. Nothing
0: but suburbs. Uh, which which leads me to a theory I have, a headcanon that some other supernatural elements of the film lead me to believe is true. <laughs> um, and, and yes, and the whole street, one of which is played by Dan Aykroyd, who was clearly hurting for cash. Oh um, no, Dan Aykroyd, you know Ghostbusters, um, and all those other films. He is like, you know, really into this, right? And everyone has personal beef.
1: They are upset. They're they're no, they're mad because they didn't put up their Christmas decorations, yeah. and they lost their damn minds,
0: dude. Like even the people at his office, like he's he's a a lawyer, a pretty, right? Big time lawyer, it looks like. His secretary is giving him shit, right, for the fact that they're not going to celebrate Christmas yeah. here.
1: And so the the whole movie revolves around them, like, trying not to cave into the pressure of yes, the neighbors. Exactly. And, um, like,
0: trying to hide from them. Then there is a weird scene in which they go to get spray tans. and yeah. And Tim Allen, wh- who is having a – what is clearly a midlife crisis that is not being addressed by the movie. Yep. Buys her like a, I guess like a string bikini. Would you call it that? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what the differences are. I don't know. It's what a it's what a Frenchman would call like a one piece, and what an American would call lewd. Right? Is that's that a, is yeah, that fair? That's a fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what the French wear to church and what we wear in porn. You
1: wouldn't want a religious figure to see you, you wearing not which
0: is very important. And then Tim Allen in what no one wants to see is wearing a speedo. And I had I have I could hey, do you wanna know how big his hog is? Cause I know now. <laughs> I know how big I know how big Tim Allen's penis and balls are. Uh his 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 twig and berries, his his sausage and nibblers, his... <laughs> And so they and they do it and we were watching it and I looked over at Jeremy, I was like, Hey, is like Jamie Lee Curtis like kinda like packing some heat?
1: And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, she's hot.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, she's she's looking pretty good. But then the pastor shows up. And father 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 and she's like trying to cover up her swimsuit with the towel or whatever and what's and what's weird about this scene is that the the newspaper took a photo of tim allen and his shame and jamie lee curtis and her power and <laughs> and put it in the goddamn
1: newspaper also father was oogling.
0: was was not hating it. he was studying yeah. the word yeah forgive me father but no, this is a running <laughs> forgive, theme. Forgive me, Lord, I'm going to commit some sins
1: later. Like, there are journalists that just keep fucking yeah. things up and in these movies. And this next to the
0: headline on, like, a front page, like, Crank's not observing Christmas or something like that. Just fucking doo-doo do dog shit stupid. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that this is what – and this this sounds funny. I think it's time to address the laughs. I did not get a single laugh out of this. We film. are
1: laughing – at the absurdity at the of abs- I
0: laughed at how bad some of the shit was. Right. I laughed at some of Jeremy's jokes. Not a proud man I laughed at some of my jokes. <laughs> I did not get a genuine laugh out of this film. Now, Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy got some laughs. I couldn't. Uh, how t- many times did you laugh?
1: I'm all, it, it was more than four Christmases.
0: How many times did you laugh?
1: Probably about like 12, 14 times.
0: 12, 14 times. John, where
1: are you going?
0: John, no. Oh, no, I'm done. John.
1: Well, the 14 times? John, no. Don't put your jacket on. Well, the John, I'm yeah, sorry, John. John, I can find things. <laughs> I can find things. Confess your sins to Father. I'm Why would I confess my sins to a man that is staring John, at breast? To All right, so audience. I'm gonna take a walk. Okay. All right, John. And you All right, so clearly I've been put in timeout. Um, I thought this film was funny because – not because of Tim Allen. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I have – I don't know. I don't know what it is about Tim Allen. But something tells me that this man – I don't think I get along with him. But anyways, I thought that this film was funny just because of the situations the characters found themselves in that were completely their own fault. But also, I have a theory that this entire film. The, the entire neighborhood. Was part of the mafia. Uh, they they worked as a unit. 24-7. Literally there was a, a scene. Where Jamie Lee Curtis was hiding. In her bedroom. Looking down at various neighbors. To include a gang of. Adolescent bikers. Uh, lined up on the curb. Asking them where their frosty was at. Because the entire line of the street had a frosty the snowman on their chimney also all the houses looked exactly the same um and they all had frosty the snowman but they didn't put their frosty up which by the way uh tim allen later uh hoist up onto the roof using a noose like a acme three inch thick rope
0: why you
1: laughed? i genuine laugh out of the movie because it was funny i found things to be funny there's i can't i can't like that's about as far as i can go in expl- explaining it what do you mean it was just funny i there was i mean it was a terrible it was a dog shit movie john i'm sorry
0: five percent <laughs> I didn't
1: didn't say I liked it. Twelve to fourteen times,
0: Jeremy. It's it's only a ninety minute (laughs) film. That's I don't know the math on that. I used up all my math on the Hololive episode. (laughs) So I don't know how much percentage of how many laughs per minute that gets you. It
1: wasn't for screenwriting purposes. It definitely wasn't one laugh per page.
0: But wow, Jeremy, that's a lot. I'm
1: sorry, I'm a simple man, John. I'm easy to please.
0: And and for y'all who have not watched the movie, I wouldn't. I think some. I think yeah, some you of don't the, have to. Some of the joy in war on Christmas is getting to stay in the bunker and to not have <laughs> to come out and see the horrors and to see the crimes. And if and, and <laughs> we chose these movies because they they rage wage war on christmas we're not
1: raging war on christmas no
0: it's it's the movies these
1: movies these movies are the ones doing are it. harming christmas reputation
0: i just can't i really i he didn't tell me how much we didn't tell each other how many times we laughed genuinely because we want to keep that for this yeah for the ra- okay we're gonna move forward i'm we're, sorry we're, i just can't
1: i'm so sorry i just
0: fucking can't i'm just so hurt i'm <laughs> wounded Genuine. <laughs> i mean genuinely at a loss <laughs> I, I want to talk about because I don't want to talk about this movie for very long, I because it's really bad. It's just really bad and not good. Um, okay, they get the call from the daughter. She's coming back. She's flying right. back from Peru right. with her with her boyfriend, which whose name is Enrique. He's he's a native Peruvian and he is the movie's gateway to xenophobia. And so <laughs> now, excuse me. So now they have to to may act like they're gonna have Christmas the whole time and not go on this cruise. The town, including the fucking fire department and the police, yeah. and I think an ambulance <laughs> worth of paramedics, um, team up to help them save Christmas. And the whole town comes together, and they thread this party, and they have a great time. And Tim, Al- Tim Allen realizes um, the meaning of Christmas is not seeing uh, his wife's tits. It's family. Now, before we address the last part of this film, that because I, I have a theory about it, I okay. do want to point out this is not our normal recording setup. right? And we are – Literally right in front of the vent for, for the air conditioning. Hey, we
1: made it this far. Yeah,
0: so if you hear that, maybe we'll put in like some fire crackle noises in the back or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, To, yeah, to, to blind to, yeah.
0: to drown it out. But if you yeah. hear that, that's why. Mm-hmm. It's not because we're like bad or Jeremy fucked up the audio again or hey. something like that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's war on Christmas, Jeremy. Tis the season. Uh, so Frosty the Snowman is a gateway to some sort of elder demon. And that is not my headcanon. That is corroborated by the plot of the film.
1: Of course. Uh, there is no other explanation. There's no
0: other explanation. And I think that's why – I think this is – I think Tim Allen's character, I think his name is Luther Crank. Yes. He dies. Oh. Okay. I think he dies at some point in the film. And so this is the hell that he is subjugated to. Okay? Yes. Because – um towards the end of the film, we see this panning, this this long pan shot of the city. Classic. And as Jeremy said earlier, I mean, it looks like it is literally suburban
1: for miles.
0: I mean, not even miles. I mean, like you can see the horizon.
1: The it, suburbs. And
0: it's just suburbs. So clearly, some sort of lower hell dimension, some sort of lower a
1: Republican sweat dream, something, something.
0: <laughs> and they have a scene where they hide in the basement. This is this is at, like the very painful like 40 minute mark. The first time we encounter Frosty. The first time we encounter Frosty, they refuse to put up Frosty. And they see him and he's like lit by like this the furnace, this furnace yes. and he gives him this very ominous scary look to him.
1: The music is very very scary. Yes, it's
0: very very scary. Jamie Lee Curtis doing a good job, Tim Allen being present and <laughs> and then he decides to hoist Frosty up to the I, I I don't know if he brought that up. I did. in my walkabout. Yeah,
1: he, yeah, he brought him up by a noose.
0: By a fucking noose, which we thought was going to be the the Attempt of at humor, mm-hmm. uh, not addressed. No, it, um, it
1: it rated a four out of ten on the racism scale. And All-
0: I think I think that's one of our hints. It is. I think Tim Allen hung himself, and that's why he's here. Yeah, he died. He he hung himself to death, and so he puts Frosty up there, and he's about to fall, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, I think hey, I'm gonna fall. Hey, lean that way, lean that lean way, lean that way." And then Frosty's eyes literally glow red
1: this is not the audience seeing it this is it is this is happening yes
0: and luther crank acknowledges it because you see the horror spread across his face he falls off the roof frosty falls and shatters now then you see frosty's shattered head on the ground and one of his eyes is still there and it's still red and then it fades to the normal plastic and i think this was one of the movies what is apparently 50 percent hit rate on humor yeah because fifty percent of the observers liked it, but to me it was clearly showing something very bad. Now, yeah. Now at the end of the film, you he goes to the the old people at the across the street who he's been in like a spat with the whole film, right? And he looks up and notices there's a frosty up there, and he's like, "Oh, that's weird." Thought that broke, <laughs> but there it is. And then he, and then he, like later. When, when at the end of the film, when it's panning out and showing the whole city, and Jeremy and I literally, I pointed at the screen. We screamed. I pointed at the screen and went, ah! Not the same Frosty. A different Frosty has animated and is waving at you. And at, it's glowing. And it's glowing. He's waving at the screen. I don't think that's us. Right? Right. That's Tim Allen's spirit being pulled back up to start the loop anew, and he's taunting him.
1: See I saw it hi, as Hi Tim, hope
0: you're ready for the next loop.
1: I, I saw it as the Frosty is a demon who is keeping Tim Allen's soul in captivity. No, no, in no purgatory. that's what I'm saying.
0: They're zooming him out to reset the timeline. Oh, this is from Tim's perspective. This is from Tim's perspective, yes. His oh. his incorporeal form is being pulled back up to see the end. Oh, look, right. literally, literally, literally the,
1: the end is spelled out.
0: He gets to see that and then wakes up. It's on the alarm
1: clock again. December 23rd. And they, they pan over to them in bed.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Oh, no. It's like Groundhog Day, but worse.
0: Yes. And now, before we start talking about this film, I want you to tell me about the scene in which fucking Jamie Lee Curtis's character, I think his name is Nora, Nora Crank, mm-hmm. is under the impression that Tim Allen is about to fucking toss her salad on the dinner table.
1: All right, all right, all right. So, th- they're eating dinner. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is at the dinner table with, with Tim Allen, and she's clearly upset because... Uh, they're having the Christmas, their first Christmas without their daughter, yeah. whatever, right? So she's she's been crying and whatnot. And Tim, who has already, like, sold himself to the idea of going on a cruise, on a cruise yes, uh, hasn't told Jamie Lee Curtis yet. And he yeah. wants to cheer her up. So, and th- they, they have wine on the table and stuff, and they're, like, eating dinner or whatever. And Tim is like, I've got something for you. Yeah. And, and Jamie's like, huh? She's <laughs> like, and he, Tim's like, wait right here and, and he, then he and leaves. then he leaves and she Jamie's like oh and what's happening
0: like, okay, she does something that i think the movie meant to think made us think that this was like good i took it as a red flag when i think i'm about the bone she takes her half a glass of wine downs it
1: and then grabs takes Tim's. his
0: glass of wine full downs it.
1: And then she starts, like, unbuttoning her vest and stuff. Which and, is like,
0: hilarious because under the vest is a full sweater. Right.
1: And then she, like, rubs up her hair. Yeah. And then in comes Tim Allen. Yeah. Sexy as can be. Sexy as can be. Wearing yeah. a Hawaiian shirt over the clothes he was already wearing. Yes. With a radio on his shoulder and sunglasses. Boombox. and a boombox. Yeah. Playing Caribbean music, and he's, I, I like like dancing,
0: and, and this is what I looked at Jeremy and I was like, he doesn't need the cruise because she's into this. Right. He has found a person who sees this. And thinks that this counts as foreplay.
1: Yeah, her reaction was like, "Oh, yeah."
0: He he won. Yeah, he fucking did it. He he won the human race, right? Because he's found true love. Right. But he keeps going.
1: He keeps going, and uh, he like dances over to where she yeah. is, and Jamie's like, "Oh my god, yeah. wow!" And he like clears
0: off the table,
1: and she's like, "Oh, right here." Yeah,
0: she's like hype, <laughs> and she like turns around, and starts like unbundling her pants,
1: and then Tim's like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing?" And he's like, anyways, I have this full binder portfolio for this vacation, and like puts it on the table. And And
1: it's nothing but finances. Oh
0: God, it was just like fucking numbers. Miserable. And you could
1: see the disappointment in Jamie Lee Curtis's eyes because they
0: don't. Because they don't. I think they might have sex later that night. Actually, they do. They do. When he agrees to still donate money to a children's hospital. Right. By the way, Luther Crank, as any Tim Allen character, is just a raging sack of shit, and like. (laughs) It has just – and will drop 3K on a cruise. Right. But is mad that he might still have to give away $600 that they clearly have to a children's hospital.
1: Because that will hurt the profit, their bottom line. That
0: will hurt their bottom line. <laughs> and she's mad because she thought that she was going to get a bottom line. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And then he was like, no. What?
1: What are you talking about? In her
0: defense, why did she think that was leading up to sex? That would be kind of weird. <sighs> man,
1: I don't know. man. I don't know marriage. Yeah.
0: Anyways, that movie –
1: Awful. Garbage. Hilariously awful. Got
0: maybe the most of Jeremy's on paper laugh out loud, so.
1: I mean, not all the last were genuine. Ha, I get the joke. Hey, Jeremy, can you do me a favor? Yeah.
0: Um, this is my Christmas gift to you. Uh huh. Stop digging your ditch. Okay. <laughs> put the shovel away. Yeah. So I think they're probably about oh, and here's here's maybe some clips of us losing our fucking mind at the because yeah. of that. Oh. Um, I already miss Jingle all the way. Me
1: too. This is this is kind of bad.
0: Yeah. Why is she downing her wine? What is she? Is she fixing her hair? She oh, thinks, she's unbundling her vest?
1: She thinks this is a sex thing. She
0: thinks it's a sex thing. She's finishing more wine. And Tim, don't worry. Tim Allen has reentered the room and he has dashed any hopes of there being a sex thing.
1: I don't know. It's kind of hot.
0: Yo, dude, I want more shots of Tim Allen's hog. No, thanks.
1: I think they killed father. What? Excuse me? What? <laughs> what is up with journalists in these Christmas movies?
0: <laughs> They're always breaking the rules. Okay, I've cracked it. I've cracked it. This is a this is a fucking oh fuck what's that um what's what's the fucking Jim Carrey movie where he's like in the bubble he's like in a fake world
1: oh 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 uh uh the Truman Show Truman Show yeah Truman
0: Show. this is a Truman Show that's what this is they're in, they're in a Truman Show. And they can't. There is no cruise. They can't go to a cruise. Oh, because th- there is no cruise. There is no cruise because they can't <laughs> leave the bubble. And that's why these are all actors. And that's why they're so adamant. You they're can't try, skip. You try.
1: They, you have to stay here. You they're, can't go on a cruise. The
0: directors in their earpiece, like it's like, do not let them leave. They just. The reason the daughter left. It's because she just got another role.
1: Oh, my goodness. She just
0: got her first big break on the first Sex of the City
1: film. Were they going to, like, write her off like as, like, dying overseas?
0: I just think – no, no. I think they just – for right now, I think they just – they can't have her on the show as talking about Right.
1: Depends. Um, How long does your driveway have to be in order for – carolers to be considered trespassers.
0: I was gonna, I was literally about to ask you a very similar thing. I, I was going to ask if there was another group of people. Like, if I called the cops and I was like, there's a group of people on my yard and they won't leave, the cops would be like, "All right, we'll come over. We'll tell them to stop, right? Um, if you said it's a bunch of Christmas carolers, they probably won't come to your house. Right. What else would cause the cops to not show up?
1: I, I mean, I guess in some states, Mormons.
0: Yeah, but like but you wouldn't call the cops on a Mormon. Like a group. What group of people could show up to your yard and and not go away and you could call the police and the police would say no I'm not coming. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe other police? Hey there's a crowd of people in my yard, can you come tell them to leave? Sir, that's the police. You you have hostages. <laughs> Sir, you you threw a bomb at the precinct and said, "Give me my turbo man, and I'll leave." <laughs> and then you ran home.
1: All right, wh- oh hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Using, using a literal whoa. noose. Why? Why
0: does he have that handy? Dear God! Wow, well, listen, we're delving into a much darker part of the of the Tim Allen site. The
1: lynching of Frosty the Snowman.
0: Uh, Jimmy, I don't think that's a lynch. I think that's a goddamn noose. <laughs> I think that's the noose he spun last night when he realized he probably wouldn't get to go on this cruise. Okay, so so that means the noose was just how the the prop department <laughs> tied it up. Oh
1: man, that means
0: that's just how they did it.
1: Cause I was just thinking, there's a noose. He's gonna get, he's gonna get strung up by the rope.
0: Hold on, did you see that? Did you see that shit? No. His eyes were glowing red still, and then they faded back to black.
1: Oh, no. Bro, that's Ted. Ted is in the crowd.
0: That's not Ted.
1: No, Ted was in the crowd. I don't think that's Ted. Man, go back. I'm
0: not going back. No, no. I'm not going back. We'll look it up. We'll look it up later. Look up the cast. I need them to look
1: back at the crowd.
0: I don't want to. I don't. No way. No way. Who would fucking break into a home? On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve of all nights, Who would fucking do it? Plus, the whole town's over at the Cranks' house. (laughs) Everybody. The mayor, the governor, the goddamn fire department. (laughs) Hey, police. Shouldn't you be at the Cranks?
1: Is that a pan flute?
0: It is. I'm glad we had the Peruvian man here so we can play the fan flute.
1: That is a four out of ten on the racism scale.
0: Okay. Well, they are. They are both singing, what I can only hope and pray to God is a Peruvian song.
1: Okay. It's been downgraded to a two.
0: I, I think a two is appropriate. I don't know. Can't we just chalk this one up to cultural exchange?
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. It's been downgraded to zero. Proceed. <laughs>
0: That almost looks like
1: Barack Obama out of focus in the background. Oh, (laughs) Oh, it does! (laughs) Oh, no! Uh, Mr.
0: and Mrs. Crank, uh, I have to say, I was not on your side.
1: Uh, I was Uh, going to be president in in four years from now. uh, But but for now, I'm going to eat this honey baked ham.
0: I'll have you know, I am a senator. (laughs) And uh, when I found out that you, uh, you and your wife were not going to celebrate Christmas, I was, uh, I was appalled. I was shocked, horrified. I said to myself, I'm a tolerant man. I love all cultures of the world. But that's some bullshit. I came straight down here. I'm glad to see that uh, you set yourself out. Uh, we all came together. We cooperated. Red, blue, white, black, doesn't matter. We all got together, and we, we saved Christmas. We saved Christmas. And I love your daughter's Mexican boyfriend. Peruvian. Okay. <laughs> Before we go, because I do see the bombing line on the horizon. And I, Can I think, you hear the sirens? I think they're about to start up. I think the blitz is about to start anew and we need to go back in the bunker. Um, I want to share. We got an email, actually. Really? Yes. Um, and I thought I would save it for this because it's, you know, it's been a bad it's been a bad year. Yeah. Wow. I mean, to say the least. I mean, wow. And I'm not saying it's gonna get any better. Um, I actually think it's probably gonna go downhill a little more.
1: We still got a little time.
0: We got a little time to really fuck this up. Um, but I we got a lovely email, um, from Jasmine, who oh. sent in the parasocial question. Yeah. And I thought maybe this would be a good time to share it. Okay. Before we go. Yeah. Hello, boys. B-O-I-Z. Nice. Um, thank you for answering my questions on episode seven of your podcast. I really enjoyed episode six as well. For anyone who doesn't know, this one where I talk about masturbating my penis. It was
1: a horny episode.
0: I think you guys did a really good job talking about such a taboo thing like sex toys and sexual kinks and fetishes. I know. Yep. Yeah. yeah you know. As we do. We get that. We get it a lot. Yeah. People are just like, you're very smart and handsome. <laughs> uh, without furthering the stigma surrounding those topics, uh, thanks for bringing t- – Bringing a great balance of humor and intelligent conversation to each episode. Y'all make this quarantine a little less lonely. Your number one simp, Jasmine. Oh, yeah. And now that I'm reading it out loud, that one is very self inflating. <laughs> and I was well. Thank you, Jasmine. First of all, thank for, you, Jasmine. For the sweet words. That's so nice. That was that's very, so that's nice. genuinely very, very kind. It's much nicer than the hilarious email we got before, where someone literally just harshly critiques Jeremy's mm. uh, uh, debating skills. I know. Um, but I'm I'm glad that at least one person feels a little less lonely. Right. I know it's very hard, especially as we're about to hit a point in which, uh, we probably will not be getting state mandates to stay inside in this part of the country, but we very much should. Right. Um, so I hope everyone. I don't know about your plans, Jeremy. I'm go, well. I do know your plans actually. Yeah. Hey, you're you're going away. You're going to see some far, far away, far, far away out of the country some, to see some family that you haven't seen in a very long time.
1: In a safer area, might I add?
0: Which is uh, pretty much you can find by spinning a globe and then stopping it at random. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm going to be doing a video call with my family, uh-huh. and we'll be doing well with Lucy's family. And I encourage everyone else who is not planning to do so to do the same thing. Unless you're also fleeing the country. (laughs) Then you can (laughs) probably get away with it. But otherwise, uh, I encourage you to stay inside. Stay safe. Um, About to be Fauci's butt start spinning that juice out on the street corners. Hell yeah. So you don't have too much longer. Yeah.
1: So uh, happy holidays. And if you don't have a holiday to celebrate, happy Thursday, I guess.
0: Hey, Merry War on Christmas. Merry
1: War on Christmas, y'all.
0: Yeah. Well, Jeremy, we should go. I do see uh, small black objects dropping.
1: Yeah, yeah, we probably should go. We probably should head out. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, see you guys in the new year, y'all. Bye. Bye.